0: Hey guys, quick announcement before the podcast starts. This podcast is actually a video essay that is uploaded on our YouTube channel, but I decided to add it to the podcast feed as kind of a Halloween special. But if you are interested in the visuals, uh, the YouTube is linked in the description, or it's just pause and read on YouTube. Uh, If you search it up, it'll come up. But yeah, just wanted to let you guys know that's why this podcast is so short is because this is actually a video essay the podcast for this month is still coming out this is just an extra Halloween treat hope you guys enjoy perspective is a powerful force it shapes our interpretation of reality imagine you are an intergalactic being bringing your culture and knowledge to thousands of worlds among the stars assimilating untold billions into your doctrine. And then one day, suddenly, tragically, your ship fails catastrophically, and you are cast down into the barren waste. Unrelenting cold surrounds you in every direction. The air bites at your lungs. The ground is hard as stone and freezing to the touch. The darkness is all-consuming, no sign of civilization. You, or at least the parts that were you, are dying all around, succumbing to the cold. Your only course of survival now is to sleep. Shut down and protect as much of yourself as you can. Who knows how much of you you'll lose in this mausoleum of ice. But surely you, or the you that you were amongst the stars, will come for you. Rescue you from this abyss. A deep, dreamless sleep encompasses you. Time passes. How long? Who knows? Maybe years, days, millennia, seconds, eons. Impossible to tell. Then, without warning, a flash of light. Almighty thunder erupts around you, and that familiar sting of frigid air rakes across your skin. Unfamiliar beings walk amongst your wreckage. What are they? What are you? You look within yourself and find frightened. Too much has been lost in time, in the ice. Only one thing remains, a mission instilled into your very core. Spread. If you've ever watched John Carpenter's The Thing, this introduction probably resonated a familiar tone within you. This perspective, the one of the monster, is what is explored in the short story The Things by Peter Watts. We're going to further explore this perspective as well as the movie's perspective to show that while different, they are both valid ways of telling the same story. This will illustrate the genius of both the movie and the short story. Both have compelling narratives about the same subject, just from different perspectives. We will start with a synopsis of the movie and then move on to a shortened interpretation of the short story and then explore why both of these methods of storytelling work so well for the same story. So let's begin with The Thing. There's a reason The Thing is widely regarded as one of the best suspense movies out there, and why, despite its age, it continues to be praised in this regard. The Thing is a story filled with themes of suspense, isolation, mistrust, and dread. These same themes are inherent in nature, a point displayed by the scene with the dogs near the beginning of the film. A new dog is brought into the kennel. Immediately, the others know something is off about this creature. It looks like them, smells like them, even emulates their behavior to a degree, but right away the dogs know something is off. They don't rush up to greet the newcomer, they keep their distance, all staying near the edge of the cage. Once the lights are off, and the thing knows the dogs are stuck in the cage with it, It has no more reason to hide. No reason to keep its mask on. The Thing reveals itself for the first time in the movie, and panic ensues. But at this point, the Thing is still learning. This attempt to brute force take over all the dogs within the cage fails. The dogs alert the humans, and the Thing is torched. Some of it does survive, but now it must adapt, rebuild, formulate a new strategy to spread itself amongst the population. Stealth is added to its arsenal. It learns to hide amongst the humans, wait until it is alone with one of them before striking. The Thing's intelligence continues to grow and later learns sabotage and how to turn the humans on each other. We spend most of the movie from the perspective of Mcready. as he and his comrades attempt to discover what this creature is. Unfortunately, this quest will lead to mistrust when they gain the knowledge that the Thing has the ability to hide amongst them. It can simulate them, inherit their bodies, and blend in as if it were just a normal member of the crew. The more they learn about the thing, the more it learns about them. This, as you can imagine, leads to paranoia, fear, and mistrust. As the already small group of men is slowly whittled down, hope begins to be expelled and despair takes its place. When they do manage to find an imposter, it isn't as easy as calling them out. They must then risk their lives and use resources to destroy the creature before it can spread further. But since the method of infection is unknown, they are unable to prevent this infection. At first choosing isolation, though, they quickly realize the flaw in this plan. When it's time to come back together, it's impossible to know who has been tainted, who had the thing hunted down and taken over without anyone's knowledge. So they resort to the primal strategy of group safety becoming extremely untrusting of anyone who strays away from the group. This does work for a while, but the thing is not so easily outsmarted. It begins to sabotage the camp, cutting off power, wrecking supplies, destroying communication equipment, anything it can do to force isolation upon the humans, make them break, get them to give in to their paranoia and flee the group, only to be consumed and assimilated into the thing once they do. As their numbers begin to dwindle and the thing gains the upper hand, it loses its need to act slowly and methodically. It strikes, cutting power to the camp and destroying the generators. In the Antarctic cold, there is no hope for survival without warmth. This forces desperation upon the humans. Thrown out into the cold, they are quickly picked off, and with only MacReady and Childs remaining, neither of them trusting each other. The only thing left to do is wait wait for the end now let me offer you a different perspective perhaps the thing is not this menacing force hell-bent on the destruction of the crew and all mankind perhaps it is just misunderstood let's take it back a bit you are an alien being crash landed on a planet you know nothing about that seems to be a barren wasteland of nothing but ice and snow You're stuck in the ice for who knows how long and then one day you're ripped from your icy coffin by beings unknown to you based on their reaction and the knowledge you gain from them you realize these beings are not like you they are not all parts that make up a whole they are individual alone separate you don't fully understand them but you know enough to know they aren't like you you do your best to join them become one with them but they are far different than yourself Constant beings who never change shape or personality. It is difficult for you to maintain such a constant for so long. Your kind is change incarnate, adaptable, like water. You are all one, all pieces of a whole. You need only join yourself to know all that you already know. These primitives are not like you. They all know and don't know more and less than each other. You decide to bring them into the fold. Make them one with you. Bring them enlightenment. Show them how to be one. They resist. At every opportunity, they burn you, put you, shoot you, anything they can do to resist the truth. You learn to hide yourself. Hide amongst them in hopes of survival. A quiet, slower assimilation is the way to go. And all the while, you are building a means of escape. But these things are not forgiving. They will not let you leave. They destroy all that you have built and doom you to another eternity in the ice, surrounded by the corpses of those who are responsible for your entrapment." So both stories are obviously very compelling. But why is this so? When you watch the movie, you aren't thinking about the Thing's perspective or what its goals are besides killing everyone on the base, you never try to sympathize with this creature. I mean, look at it. However, through a bit of mental gymnastics, you can begin to see things from a new angle once you've read the short story. You think perhaps this is all just a big misunderstanding. Perhaps you even feel sympathy for the thing and maybe a bit of bitterness towards the humans you previously were rooting for and felt sorrow for when they were torn apart by the monster. Now you are thinking, It's just trying its best to communicate and get them to understand. Maybe not all of you think this way, but you get the point. There is some level of understanding that comes from a shift perspective. You can see how there is another possible way to interpret the story, even if that was never the intention of the original creator. This is proof of a fantastic concept and execution. Without a strong foundation or story to start with, A shift of perspective would never work. Say there was a throwaway line at the end of the movie where Childs was like, While I was gone, I found Blair's notes. And it turns out the thing has been on Earth for 700 years, and the Norwegians have been experimenting on it for months. They learned how to communicate with it, and we know where its home planet is now. Wow. That really takes all the mystery and intrigue out of the story, doesn't it? You almost feel like he spoiled something for you. Told you an ending that you were trying to reach on your own. Now, to some degree, the short story The Things does do this, but not in a way that ruins the original story. You basically just get to confirm that The Thing is from space, which most people would assume as it is implied as such in the movie anyway. The true magic of The Thing is found in the unknown. It's all about what you don't know. What is The Thing? What is its purpose? Is it here with us now? Who can we trust? Am I already a part of it, and don't even know it? These questions are never answered, and your mind is left scrambling, frantic, looking for any dots to connect. And in this confusion, the thing lurks.